Hi, it's Dr. Charles Benz here. Our program, Healing Trends with Dr. Benz, brings a new topic to you every Wednesday where we try to give you the most up-to-date scientific evidence about what's going on in the field of natural and nutritional medicine. Today, I'm very honored to have as my guest in the studio, John Barson. John Barson is the editor of Total Health Magazine, and he's also a top researcher because any editor knows you have to know your topic in order to edit it. And so he's very adept at uh, researching different things and different topics. Been working with him for about 20 years now, and there are at least 40 or 50 of my articles on his website at Total Health Magazine. You can go there anytime and look it down the list and find a topic of interest and read about the things that John and I have been working on over the last 15 or 20 years. And so today, John and I are going to talk about reversing the aging process. And uh, I know he and I are both under the challenge of reversing the aging process because we're getting older every day. And so, John... <laughs> Speak uh, for yourself. I know, I know. But we're all aging at the same, um, same rate uh, in some ways. But you know what? Uh, chronological, chronological age is only one factor. It's the cellular age that we really want to talk about. And I think that's what we're going to try to talk about today because that's the one that we have yes. some more control over. So what's, where, where are you at? Because I, I know that I'm on the cusp of a rather big birthday. I don't want to even tell anybody about it because it's freaking me out so much. But I, 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 <laughs> I just tell you that I, I wasn't worried about some of the other ones, you know. Uh, I know some women, they worry about 30. Um, some women and men worry about 40. Um, and 50, eh, uh, we, we, we tend maybe to, to worry less about that than we do the age of 60. So each of these decades takes on a different meaning for people. Um, it does. But I think this COVID and, and all the uh, implications for our health that have been going on because of it, I think it's bringing to light a lot more uh, information, a lot more interest in being healthier because people see how fragile life is and how quickly life can be taken away by a simple virus. And I say simple because, you know, there's, there's people out there who are saying that 90% of this virus death, the deaths of this virus could have been avoided if we would have had better cellular health. I know that's yes. a controversial topic, but we can delve into that a little bit and we can intersperse that with the aging thing. I just want to know what, what the beginning take for you is on this topic. Okay. All right. So first of all, um, thank you for the introduction and I'm very happy to be on your show. As, I, I mean, <laughs> on, on the other end of the microphone, I, I'm, I don't do this very often, so I like this. Uh, good, good, good to uh, <clears throat> stretch my... Uh, whatever they call that intellectual so prowess <laughs> sure there it is i'll go with that <laughs> um I'm, I'm stealing that okay so first of all i just as you were talking in the in the introduction there i thought well just for fun i, I googled charles ben's phd and uh your site came up number one and total health came up number two awesome to see awesome. that yeah 
your your profile on Total Health Magazine. Um, I have had a lot of fun working with you over the years, over the decades, and uh, boy, we can say decades. Yeah, sixty five is the is the number I hit recently, most recently. And in no way, shape, or form do I feel that. Now, when you said you want to talk about anti-aging, I was uh, taken back to 2008 when I was uh, training at the age of, uh, how old was I in 2008? <laughs> Younger. I was training for a ride from Kelowna to Vancouver. It's our charity ride. It's called Ride to Survive. And it's uh, 240 miles over two mountain ranges, two serious mountain ranges, and we do that ride in 16 hours on bicycles. Um, but there we go, the name, Ride to Survive. Now, I was in the middle of training for that. I'm a lifelong cyclist, so I, I've used to be a triathlete. I've, I've always stayed in pretty good shape, and um, I, I exercise regularly and so on and so on. But back then, in 2008, I thought I was at the epitome of my physicality, my strength, my endurance. I felt like a million dollars. And then I did an anti-aging or an aging test. And the aging test told me I was actually six years older <laughs> than my calendar age. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Come on. There, no way. Absolutely not. I, like how many guys my age in, my, in their 50s could do what I do? Very few, I might add. How many could go out and do 300 kilometers in a day just for a training ride? Not too many. There's no way. So I called these guys and I said, no, you're crazy. Your thing, your test doesn't work. And they said, well, wait a minute. <laughs> our test, our assessment is telling you that you're doing something wrong. You're probably going to be that guy in his mid-60s. Hello, here I am, um, who goes out for a run one morning and drops dead of a heart attack. And everybody's going to say, man, he's the healthiest guy I knew. So you need to go back to the drawing board and look at what you're doing wrong for your body type, whether it's working out wrong or eating wrong, it, there's a balance there, right? And so, yes, Charles, that's when I got seriously interested in, in aging speed. And over the course of the next almost two years, I reversed my aging speed almost 12 years. Hmm. Wow. It took a concerted effort, diet, exercise because I was exercising wrong for my body type. I was doing these long endurance training rides that were just bad for me. Um, I cut back on my on my workouts by probably more than 50% and increased my strength and endurance and lost more weight. Um, I changed my diet uh, considerably. I went to a more Mediterranean style diet. I got rid of gluten for the most part. Um, I really paid attention to the kind of supplements that I was, that I was consuming. Um, and yeah, so I looked at the whole picture. So th that's the short well, answer. I, I, you know, I have, I have a lot of stories like that, that I've accumulated over the years. Uh, I, I could use, I could use mine as well. I've, I'm also a biker. I've biked around the world or ran around the world, you know, the two together four or five times now. So that's like 125,000 miles. And so, uh, but you're right. I mean, I was doing that, but I wasn't in the best of health either. And so I, I, I was trim, I was fit, I was able to do things, but you know, we, we know that there's things going on in the body that belie what's really happening. 
And two little stories that I can say uh, in that regard is that there was a guy who was a, 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 like an ultra marathoner. He owned a watch shop and I used to go there shopping all the time. And I went there one day and uh, his wife was there and um, she said, oh, oh, she said, I have really bad news. My husband died uh, last week. And I went, why? What do you mean? This was this guy had zero body fat. And, uh, he, you know, he shouldn't have, he, he ran every day, 10, 15, 20 miles. Anyway, she said, well, all I know is he, he went for a workout, he came home, he fell down and hit his head on the coffee table, and it didn't bleed. And I thought, wait a minute, you mean his heart had already stopped? Because if, his, if, if, if the heart was still pumping a bit, you know, the blood would have came out. Anyway, that's the sure sign that that's probably a magnesium heart attack. And so if your body stops because there's not enough magnesium in your body, in your heart, then that's it. That's, it's, it's game over. And so what he was doing by exercising was he was demanding high levels of magnesium because magnesium is needed to take glucose and, and insulin into the cell to make energy. And so normally you would just, you know, maybe take the maintenance dose of a supplement, maybe 400 milligrams a day. Somebody like him needed three and 4,000 milligrams to handle all the energy wow. production that he was under. And he probably wasn't eating enough vitamin C because vitamin C is also being used up dramatically when you exercise because your uh, the oxidative process is only about 95% efficient which means that there's 5% of that oxygen that is actually coming out as waste i look at it as uh, the waste coming out of a of a car the exhaust of a car well those are free radicals well when you exercise even if 95%, you're increasing that 5% waste by 5, 10, 20 times. Instead of needing you know, a couple hundred or a thousand milligrams of vitamin C a day, you need four or 5,000. That's why you need to take emergency right. all the time. So uh, I had another CEO in New Jersey and he, he said the same thing. He, before I had told him anything, he said, well, I exercise all the time. I have a perfect diet practically. And uh, three of my arteries going to my heart were 90% blocked. How does that happen? I told him all about the magnesium. I told him all about the vitamin C. And he went, oh my God, why didn't my doctor tell me about that? And I just went, why do you think I'm here? You know, your organization hired me to come and talk to you about things your doctors don't tell you. <laughs> and that's one of the things they right. didn't tell you. And he was shocked. Well, that's, but that's the thing. Our bodies, as we age, our bodies produce less and less of the nutrients that we need to keep us alive. Um, CoQ10, L-arginine, uh, D-ribose, magnesium. I mean, these are, these are supplement. These are th uh, things that we need for our, for our very survival. Um, and, but we're just not getting enough in our diets. And it really frustrates me, Charles, when I read articles from so-called um, prominent doctors uh, writing opinion pieces in, uh, in print media where they're saying that there's no science to support supplementation. <laughs> there's only 40 or 50,000 studies. Um, 
I, I, yes. I have an artificial intelligence platform that I work with, and uh, the 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 uh, the essence of it are these forty thousand clinical trials from PubMed, where uh, they use this artificial intelligence to kind of look at all the uh, health risk factors. In other words, they use a health risk assessment, then they use blood work and urine analysis, and and then they find out by looking at all these studies which nutrients you're not getting. And and so what I have said to most people who say, oh, I can get all the food, all the nutrients I eat from the food that I eat, I say to them and I say to their doctors, find me the study that proves that. There is not one study that proves that you can get all the nutrients you need. And, and I can tell you there's a doctor in Canada who's the most respected doctor in all of uh, North America, in my opinion, Dr. Zoltan Rona. He, he wrote an article on this. He said, you would have to eat 6,000 calories a day of totally healthy food in order to get all the nutrients you need to do all the things that your body needs it to do. 6,000. Do you know how, you know how big we would all look <laughs> if, we, if we ate 6,000 <laughs> calories a day? Even if we ran a marathon every day, we still wouldn't burn all those calories. So... It's just a myth that's been perpetrated by a really unintelligent, uneducated uh, medical community for 50 or 60 years now. And it's absolutely insane. So the, the, the point is, your, your, your last point was really a good one. And that is, as we age, there's a, there's a code built into our cells, the genetic code that says by the time you reach age 50, your body is making 50% less digestive enzyme than it did when you were 50. Yes. It's making 50% less probiotics. It's making 50% less antioxidants, the natural ones that are made in your body, superoxide dismutase and glutathione. If your body's doing that, and I would say this to, to groups, I would be in a group, maybe be 200 people, and I'd say, why is that happening? Why? And eventually, somebody in the group gets a light above their head, you know, like the, the light went on, and they go, I know, I know, <laughs> yes. we're programmed to die. And I went, yeah, <laughs> that's the program. We are programmed to die. And he, and he said, well, one of the people said, well, what should you do about that? I said, what do you think I did? I, I'm, I'm as much a hypochondriac as anybody I know. What do you think I did when I found out that enzymes and, 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 antibi and probiotics and stuff were declining? I went out and bought some. <laughs> and, I, and I started right. to take them right away. <laughs> and so there's all these things that we can do to kind of mitigate or control this aging process. And so I'll throw the first one out there. Eat organic food because pesticides yes. do you absolutely no good at all. And there's a number of studies now that prove that organic food is better for your body in the long run in terms of increasing the nutrients of vitamins and minerals and, and, and other cofactors and decreasing the number of pesticides. So uh, that's the first one I'll throw out. Um, okay, so uh, uh, along that same line, I also want to uh, point out that uh, there's a very popular uh, logo that you see on a lot of foodstuffs. It's the non-GMO logo. And so a lot of people will think, oh, it's non-GMO. This is going to be good for me. The problem with the non-GMO logo 
is it's a false sense of security. There is, they do not address anything in regards to pesticides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it might not have any GMO in it, but that it, it could be using herbicides. They could be using uh, glyphosate for desiccating the crop before they you know get it ready for manufacturing. I mean, there's just there's no, yeah. So, uh, I mean, non-GMO is probably a better option than your standard production food, but organic is the way to go if, if possible. And buy local, like look at your, in your local community, especially during growing season, research your local farms. Yeah. Shop local. Yeah, absolutely. Because Green Giant will tell you, and, and they've actually had this on ads, that some of these things that, that they, uh, that, that they have as organic foods, 10% of the nutrients are depleted every day every day that it's out of the soil. And so I think he was saying this about a green bean commercial where they were processing the green beans and they, 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 they have these, uh, these processing places together where they, they, they pick them, they process them, and they freeze them within, within six hours. And so when people say to me, well, you know, I can't afford these organic foods. Oh, yes, you can. Buy organic and buy it by frozen because sometimes the frozen food has more nutrients in it than the local food that's grown and but not organic. And so right. I sometimes choose frozen foods instead because they're healthier. And so cost and the organic factor, frozen foods are a fantastic solution to that problem. And also green powders. I mean, if you can take and freeze dry this and, and get it into a green powder and preserve those nutrients, and then take like one scoop of that every day. I like, I like one called Greens First. You get the equivalent of seven to nine helpings of fruits and vegetables without all the sugar, without all the calories, without all the other stuff. Why would you not do that? That just makes it Well, you know sense. what, that, that, yeah, that, that's a great point. So here's what I do along those lines. So I've got, uh, I'm holding in my hand, a whole earth and sea, 100% fermented, organic protein and greens, mm -hmm. uh, gluten-free, non-dairy, unflavored, uh, $67.99 Canadian. Uh, so that's about, what, 50-something dollars. Right. Uh, it's it's uh, 20 servings. Um, now, what I do with this is in my blender, I use this and I put in three to four tablespoons of chia seeds. Ah, good one. So I just use water, chia seeds, and this, and, and it's a meal. And if you do the math at, um, call it $60, 20, it's three, it would be three bucks a meal, but it's a super healthy meal. And you're right. It's like nine, nine servings of fruits and vegetables. Well, I tell you, it, it's really important because there's a scientist that I met once at a conference, but I've read him a million times named Bruce Ames. Yes. And, and Bruce Ames developed this whole theory of nutritional priority. And so what, what he established was that your body has this whole priority process, this, this, uh, this code, if you will, built into your DNA, where it says, uh, the first thing we're going to do to protect you is any good nutrients that you get, we're going to make sure that you can reproduce as a species, and we're going to try to address any pathogens that come your way. 
And so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, um, he said, if there's any nutrients left in your body after that, uh, then we're going to try to uh, actually improve the ability of the body to make, uh, make and repair some of these damages that are done. And, and so we're, we're going to try to uh, make more hormones and make more neurotransmitters and, and try to increase the, uh, the, the game a little bit for, for your cells. And then if there's any nutrients left after that, uh, we're going to try to repair your DNA with damage when it's done. And we're going to actually try to help you to prevent and reverse chronic illness. The problem is you, you can get the first level done with about two nutrients, which is the average person eats about two vegetables a day. You can get the second category done with about five or six nutrients, like vegetables and fruits a day. But in order to get the third category even underway, you need to have six to 10, seven to nine helpings of fruits and vegetables. And the average person is not doing that. There's three big studies that were done by Stanford University Medical School, North Carolina University, and the National Cancer Institute that said 90 to 100% of people are not getting the nutrients they need every day. In fact, the cancer study, and I've quoted this one many times, were 16,000 people aged 2 to 80. And guess what? In 14 different categories, most of the people were deficient in 11 out of the 14 categories. That's how bad people are eating. And that's why chronic illness has shot up from 10% 60 years ago to 70% now. And in the next 20 years, it's going to go to 100%. 100% of the population in the United States will have one or more chronic illnesses. Processed food. Processed food, yeah. And to go down the list again, nutri nutritional density. Where does the density come from? Vegetables. Vegetables. And some fruits, you want to, you want to eat fruits, but... If you're going to do a split, you have to have nine helpings. You want to have seven of vegetables and two of fruits. Right. So that's, you know, I, I had somebody tell me in Canada, well, the Canadian pyramid says five, <laughs> do, five helpings of fruits and vegetables. They thought, well, we could have four vegetables and one, one uh, have one vegetable and, and four fruits and that would be fine. I said, no, that's not the way the, the equation works. And then you need to eat nuts and seeds and omega fish and oils like olive oil and coconut oil. You need to cut down on your red meat and your dairy and your sugar and the alcohol and your processed foods. You need to have nutritional density in your, in your, in your diet. You need to chew your foods properly because if you don't, you can miss up to 50% of the nutrients if they're not chewed properly and because the saliva is, is producing amylase enzymes that are needed for, for breaking down the foods. Uh, smaller meals are better. Um, taking enzymes with your cooked meals. Anytime you cook a meal, you destroy all the enzymes. Enzymes are the things that help break those nutrients down and deliver them to the cells. And so any cooked meal, you should be taking a digestive enzyme with it. So those are just some of the things right. that, that people can do to kind of control the aging process. Um, so anything else? I mean, we, we did talk about stress in a previous program. Yes. And so, you know, you can probably add something there about stress because you had some good facts on stress on the, on the previous show that also helps to, you know, if you control stress, then you're controlling the aging process, right? I, I want to 
carry on with uh, with one of your thoughts there about uh, when you talk about diets and food. Uh, something I highly recommend to people is look at how you prepare your food. So when you're eating your vegetables, eat them as raw, eat raw as often as possible. I always say that, uh, but really chew your food. I used to juice a lot, um, but I don't know why I thought that was a good idea because all you're getting are the sugars. Um, you're not getting the fiber. So uh, that's, yeah, uh, juicing that's right. is not very healthy, just so you know. Um, if you're going to do something like that, get a blender and uh, do what I do. Uh, and I throw in, whenever I'm blending stuff, I throw in like chia seeds, uh, flax seeds, um, and get my seed oil and stuff like that that way. Um, and not to mention fiber. Right, right. Uh, and right. Um, I would say that if they had an award for it, I'd probably, I'd probably be winning the annual award for healthiest poop. So, um, because that's always a, a great indicator of your of your physical health, right? Your bowel movements, and, yeah, and right. how often you have that's them. Right. So, um, if you're getting enough fiber, um, healthy fiber, you're going to take care of that. But when it comes to cooking, I tell people: one, if you got a microwave, get rid of it. Um, get an get an air fryer um, or a convection oven and a convection oven slash air fryer for your cooking, um, and an instant pot. I, I make so many healthy foods with my Instant Pot. Um, I cook all my beans. I do all my own beans, black garbanzo, all of them, kidney beans. I make my beans on a weekly basis in my Instant Pot, and I have them in the fridge so I can throw them in salads um, and just eat beans when I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, it, it's not difficult to do, and you get fantastic recipes too, like uh, cabbage with a cup of stock. Man, it's fantastic. Throw some butter on there. Um, you, that takes a minute to cook in an Instant Pot. Um, and cooking in an Instant Pot keeps the nutrients inside the pot. Anyways, I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the, those, those, are, those are great tips. I think, because... I think the Instant Pot is the greatest invention from Canada since the snowmobile. <laughs> well, I, I, I think that's, uh, that's great. We got rid of our microwave uh, 30 years ago. Uh, because it, it really changes the molecular structure of, of the, everything of the foods and uh, you know they did studies and found out that uh, they, they, they were they were boiling baby's milk when you boil it it didn't change the molecular structure when you put it in the microwave they analyzed it and the molecular structure was just totally destroyed yes. and it, it, it really didn't have a lot of nutritional value to it so we, we know these are factors and, 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 and we know there's another thing that is measurable and that is your telomeres. The telomeres are like these little shoestring things yeah. that have little little things on the end that look like your, your, your shoestrings from a, from a shoe and, and they have a certain amount of length in them, all right? And this was called the Hayflick, the, the, the Hayflick model. And he found that the average person has about 120 years worth of telomeres. The problem is when you are stressed, when you have toxins, when you don't eat properly, your telomeres shrink every day. And so and the reason we have a life expectancy of, of, of 80, um, now, by the way, the life expectancy in the United States has gone down two years. It's down to 78 yes. now. And in China and in India, they're, they're losing about seven to nine years of life expectancy just from air pollution. And so we better get, we better get control of climate change and pollution or else we're all gonna be doomed and there won't be any place safe to live. 
But anyway, telomeres also decline because of stress and bad diet. And if you have a disease of some kind of chronic illness, then your, your telomeres are getting shorter because you're, you're making demands on the cells in your body, whether it's liver disease or kidney disease or diabetes, uh, your, your, your system is challenged by that. And every time you challenge your system in that way, you are going to end up with telomeres being shortened. And you can actually have your telomeres tested <laughs> to see how they, how they are. And while you can't reverse them back to, if you're 60, you can't reverse them back to when you were 20, okay? We, we know that that's virtually impossible. It hasn't been done so far anyway. But you can push them back a few years at a time. And, and, and we have seen that kind of progress being made with the kinds of anti-aging things that you and I have been talking about. And, and so you have that evidence yourself where you, you went from six years beyond what your age was to biochemically being eight years better. And so you did like a 14-year swing yes. uh, in, in just that time that you changed things. But that was a biochemical aging. That wasn't a kind yeah, of that's, a telomere well, that's aging. Actually, no, that's uh, actually measuring um, cardiovascular elasticity. Like there are, right. there are over a, uh, well over a dozen different ways to assess aging. And collectively, you can get a really good idea, a really, uh, you know, an accurate assessment. But if you're looking at um, two of the probably the most important ways to assess aging would be telomeres and cardiovascular elasticity. And right, cardiovascular right. elasticity would be like hardening of the arteries. As you get older, your arteries are hardening, calcifying, and all that kind of stuff. So right, I was right. able to reverse my cardiovascular, or improve my cardiovascular elasticity. That's, cool. that's what that did. Very yeah. cool. Well, we're getting to that part of the show where you and I are able to cover so much material in such a short period of time, but we're still at the point where we have to do a summary. Wait, what? It's and, already? Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I didn't even get to, get to use my, my most important line when it comes to telomeres. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so keep this in mind. Telomeres is like, it's the shortening process associated with aging, cancer, and a higher risk of death. And to put it in a way that most people will definitely understand, telomeres have been compared to a bomb fuse. <laughs> right. And it, there you go. It's, it's, you want a longer fuse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, listen, I, I, I agree with you 100%. And and I every year, I get more interested and concerned about it, <laughs> if, if, if you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> Likewise. I do, sir. So here are the 10 things that I'm going to recommend at the end of the show now for people to do if they want to make sure that they're aging gracefully and, and not having not having serious problems. One, eat a healthy diet with organic food um, based in your, on either the Harvard, the Asian, or the Mediterranean, Mediterranean Pyramid. Uh, take several quality nutritional supplements uh, for general health and for brain and anti-aging, some of the ones that we talked about. Uh, maintain a balanced urine pH. In the morning, uh, you can buy these strips about 100 at a time and you can actually measure before you do anything else, you pee on this strip and it'll tell you what your pH is in the morning. And I can tell you, John, that's a magic thing because if your pH is 7.0 to 7.4, then you have a balanced pH. And that's really important because if you are acidic, you are gonna have problems. 
And so if you're down in the sixes, or even fives is the worst, then you're too acidic and you're eating too much meat, too much dairy, too much processed foods. You gotta change, eat more vegetables, and get this into the seven to 7.4 range. Uh, avoid toxins in the air, the water, and the food, and your clothing, and, and other products. I mean, you can do this. There's literally many, many things that people can do to improve um, the amount of toxins that are in their body. Uh, number five, av uh, avoid electromagnetic radiation. I mean, radiation in any form, television, computers, uh, x-rays, MRI, not MRIs, uh, CT scans, uh, mobile phones, um, they all have radiation in them and you just want to avoid that as much as possible. 5G is very dangerous and you want to try to stay away from those towers as much as you can. And so number six, avoid prescription medications. Prescription medications in your body behave like a toxin. Your body thinks you're, you're poisoning it and it has to break down those prescription medications and in your liver, which has a stage one and a stage two detoxification process, this puts, a, puts pressure on your immune system and it actually depletes your telomeres. It actually, most prescription medications will have your telomeres declining and you wanna avoid them like the plague. And there are usually natural solutions that are much better. Exercise 45 minutes every day if you can, aerobic and weight and, resist and, and, and stretching. Uh, practice avoidance and maintenance of stress as John and I have talked about earlier. You know what? I can almost tell when somebody walks into the room whether they're a good, healthy, ethical person or not because our cells talk to each other. And as soon as I've talked to this person, I go, bad feeling, get away from them. If you can develop that and you can get away from those people and stay away from them, you're gonna be very happy. Um, get enough sleep and make sure it's a good sleep because every, they say every hour before midnight is worth two after midnight. So get good sound sleep every day. That's when your body does a lot of repair and a lot of balancing. And, and stay mentally alert. Um, make sure that you're learning all the time, that you're active, and that uh, you're, you're, you're living with purpose in your life because having a purpose and, and living mean, um, in, in, a, in a mentally and emotionally healthy way are really important things. So any more, any more tips you want to throw in the, to the hopper before I uh, mention our sponsors? I, I just had actually one question. Um, uh, um, telomerase. Yeah, an enzyme. And yes. uh, it, 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 it's, it's really important. And um, the, the, the more we have of it, uh, the more our bodies are able to cope with a lot of the things that uh, we need to cope with. I mean, it's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a valuable, important enzyme. And eating the way that we've said, that's how you get more telomerase, in my opinion. Okay. All right, I, so I knew, I, knew was, I knew it was important. Sorry, I knew it was important. I just wanted to, um, yeah, emphasize you'll that get, you'll, you. you'll, you'll get it from all the things that we just said, those 10 things. That's, yes. that's when you're going to get more advanced telomerase. Okay. Uh, DHA Labs is a great lab testing organization in Chicago. 
Uh, I've got six tests that I've done uh, that, that I, uh, I sell through my website and on their website. And uh, they're really, really advanced. They've been doing research on chronic illness and how to prevent it at the cellular level for about 60 years. And so they have some of the most advanced testing, whether it's blood or urine or genetic testing. DHA Labs really is good. You can get their tests from uh, an individual. You can get them to do testing through them. They have their own doctors. They'll approve your tests uh, with, with their doctors. You don't have to have your own doctor do this, actually, if you don't want to. And we have small companies, uh, even, even some big companies, that are using them as well. Paddock Pools is another one of our sponsors, and they have a thing called the vacuum extractor that takes chlorine gas off the surface of the pool. And this is amazing because they're able to get 95% of that gas off the, the purpose of the, 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 the pool uh, surface so that when you're breathing, uh, you're breathing very, very heavily oxygenated water. And this is really important for the quality of your exercise. And so if you, if you can find a pool in your community that has these, one of these uh, uh, extractors in it, that's great. If not, and you're, you're designing a new pool in your area, then you want to get this, uh, you want to contact Paddock Pools at Rock Hill, South Carolina and find out how you can get that into your pool because that's going to make a much better pool for swimming for everybody of every age. And SunTrust Financial Planning, um, that's, a, uh, that's a financial planning company that really wants people to, to be healthy so that they can enjoy any of the wealth that they're managed to, to accumulate because if you're not healthy, you don't have anything. It doesn't matter how much money you have. If you're not healthy, you really can't enjoy it. And so you want to live as long as you can to do as much good as you can in the world. And uh, SunTrust Financial Planning, uh, you can go online and you can call them and get more information. And Mark Wolf is the CEO there. You want to talk to Mark. And the final uh, sponsor is MPB Health. MPB Health is a medical cost sharing company. And they're an alternative to health insurance. And I think they're a really good alternative for a lot of people, especially small businesses and individual contractors, because they, they can actually help you to stay healthier uh, so that their costs are down. They, they eliminate a lot of the administrative costs involved. They're able to get the cost down to about 30 to 50% less than regular health insurance. So go online, go mpbhealth.com, and you'll see some of the videos. You can call someone there and get some, some answers to your questions. And you may find this is the perfect solution for you. So these are our four sponsors. We thank them a lot. We thank John Barson from Total Health Magazine and Total Health Magazine TV for being a guest on the show today. And we look forward to you coming back again in the future, John. We have lots of things we can talk about. Yes, we do, Charles. Thank you. All right. Thank you again. Bye for now, everyone. <laughs>